Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. If you can hear a commotion in the background, my builder's got his whacker plate out. It's what? A whacker plate. You know, they... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How's it all going? Okay, well, um, we're running out of money. <laughs> <laughs> So I think yeah, we'll, we'll have enough money to get to the end of phase one. Yeah. Um, and, to work. and I'm also slightly, um, you'll, I know that you will identify with this, Chippy, because I saw your Instagram story the other day when you had to light your little fire in the bedroom. Not a euphemism. And um, that fire went out. Heating bills. <laughs> I'm really concerned about heating bills. Oh, I really like sleeping in a cold room to the extent that poor, like poor Joe. I mean, to be fair, Joe can sleep. You could put him on the bloody what's it plate that your builder's using and he could have a little nap. Like he, like he can sleep anywhere, but I like a cold room. So I always make us sleep with the window open. I have been sleeping with the window closed. That's how cold my bedroom is. And I wake up at 4am every morning cold. And I've got a double weight duvet and three blankets on top of me. The kid's cold. The kids are okay. Um, they have got exterior walls. Because I was like, oh, it's because we've got so many exterior walls. But they've got exterior walls too. But one of ours is exposed brick. And I think... There's no insulation in that. No. So no. Um, lots of people, lots of people, I mentioned it on my stories and lots of people have been suggesting electric blankets. Um, I know that anxiety is a word that gets bandied about a lot, but I've got quite bad anxiety. There's absolutely no way I could function with a heated, with an electric blanket in the house. I always thought you were supposed to, turn them off at night right well, I think you, you once you get in on just before you go to bed yeah but the the thing is that you put them on like it can give you a little zhuzh in the night so I guess you put it on for five <laughs> minutes and then switch it off um or they're probably very swanky I mean I'm assuming I'm thinking of my heat my electric blanket that I grew up with in the 80s yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. So they probably have, things may have progressed a bit since then, Jim. I don't know. I wouldn't like um, to say. Well, I, I, um, I went for a massage on Monday and yes. the massage bed I was on was heated. And it took me a good 15 minutes to, to figure that out. I thought I was having a tropical moment. Oh, did, you, once oh, did I, you think, oh, I've had an accident here. And it's well, <laughs> it, was, it was the most bizarre massage I've ever had in my life. And then afterwards... Um, someone messaged me on Instagram saying I had that type of massage once and they rubbed salt into my boobs and I don't think that's meant to happen because that's how it didn't happen to me well hang on what kind of massage did you have it was a Himalayan yes. salt massage so they started off with heated Himalayan stones amazing oh, which was so nice yeah and that almost made me wee because you know when you like you put your hand in warm water it was a bit like that yeah and then body scrub yeah and then shower which right. was an event in itself yeah 
because it turned on the wrong button and ended up she gave me the hand she left the room and said right just use the handheld bit don't get your hair wet just but rinse off all the salt oh, yeah. and I pressed the wrong button and all of a sudden <laughs> this I mean... tropical rainstorm effect all all, all water jets were coming from you know that scene from friends where Ross yeah, getting he's getting his can it, it was that it was like that and I was screaming and turning off Oh, well then it got dry and then um moisturized but it, it was um it was weird because it, it was very disjointed it wasn't really a massage it was more of a treatment yeah so I find that very tricky Joe very sweetly gets me or used to get me I don't think he'll do it anymore because we used to have a Himalayan spa down the road from me in London and he used to get me massages there and I really liked it because they were brutal and he we had he got me one once he got me a voucher and um he then never gave me the time to do it and so we had this hoo-ha because they were really rude to me because he basically was like please can you take her voucher it's my fault for not enabling her to leave her children at home to go for so it expired basically it had expired but by a week or something and then and they're always empty and I turned up and I hadn't got the voucher code and they were just really rude to me and I was like but come on how many people have husbands who have called you're empty there's no one here they were just really rude so I was like never going back there again Joe forgot this and got me another massage there for my last birthday but they are really good because at the beginning the lady says um do you want this to be a lovely relaxing experience or do you want it to be like a, like a deep tissue and I'm always like deep tissue so obviously I do facials, I don't do massage, but I do shoulder massage as part of a facial. And so I've gone through all the training and stuff. And last time I went on my birthday, so Joe did take account of this and he bought me a massage and was like, you're going this time on your birthday. I'm, the kids are going to play, I've sorted it. So he'd, he'd taken that on board. Anyway, so I got there and I was like, this masseuse I've got, She's not wearing the regulation, awful, uncomfortable, unflattering outfit that we're all expected. Is that regulation? You're, you're, well, you're expected to. Why? Because, well, like, my one that I was told I had to wear has a white top and grey trousers. And I think part of the reason it has a white top is so that you can see it's clean. Like it's about presentation and stuff. Now I never wear anything to, because I do facials at people's homes and in my home, I wear whatever the hell I like. So I don't think yeah. what I wear, but I do try, I always wear all black and I do try and look smart. Anyway, this woman looked like she'd just come from the gym. And I was like, oh, come on, you're wearing, you're wearing your, your active wear to give me a massage. Turns out literally as soon as I said to her, I want deep tissue, she mounted the bed. So I was like, that's why you're in your ath athletic wear because she literally was like on the bed manipulating me. It was great. It was really good. It was so good. Um, but I thought it was quite good because she, because then I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to have a lovely relaxing mm. 
So I think it's quite good to know what you're in for. Yeah. So, so it's just a consult- scrub would be really good because you would never do that yourself at home. Oh no, I was thinking. I had two thoughts that stuck with me since. Number one, it's a good job I didn't have ticklish feet. Because she had her stone and she's like, up and and I love her. And number two, disposable knickers are the most unflattering things in the world. They really are. Probably designed. And I I almost split them and have to ask for a second pair because I put my legs through the wrong holes. Well, you're not like, I wear a thong. Don't need your disposable. <laughs> well, which rate? There's too many holes. It's weird, isn't it? Disposable knickers, they're not they're not as easy to negotiate as you would imagine. Hmm? Which bit's the front which no. back? Especially if, like me, you've embraced the whole retro look downstairs. So I'm like, I need as much coverage in this as possible. Otherwise, there's not a whole lot of point in me wearing these because nothing's staying in. But I went to what I was thought you were going to say is that you'd gone for a kind of Turkish bath experience, because when we were in Turkey my, with my parents and me and my sister. So I must have been 21 or something. We went to a proper Turkish bath for a massage and um, we had a lovely time. We were in the steam area a bit and it was really hot and lovely. And it was hysterical because my dad wore glasses and was completely blind without them. So he was completely steamed up all the time. And we kept seeing him like wandering oh. off towards other people and having to like go and get him. And then um, this big, big Turkish man with just a towel around his waist was like, right, who's first? And so I was like, I'll go first. And he just takes your entire towel off. So you're like naked on a slab in the middle of this Turkish bath with, with people there with people there oh no. not loads of people and no one was in that area but I just heard my sister go oh my god she's naked <laughs> that's the only thing I heard and I was like okay this is fine and as you lay like he would cover your lower area like once you were on the slab on your face he'd then cover your bum with your towel and then as you turned over he'd cover your front lady bits with your towel but your boobs were always out anyway so this was one thing so but really good like scrubbing amazing so I was like look look at me I'm all fine with being naked but then you got taken off for your massage and again solid Turkish man in a towel no English and you're in a room by yourself my sister had gone into the next door room and and there was a full leg massage full leg massage and at one point I was like it took me a second or two to realize what you were trying to say yeah there was grazing of the area and I oh no and I was just like at one point I remember thinking you're English, you're just going to deal with it, whatever happens, (laughs) and whatever happens, you're just going to, you know, won't be your first one around the block, just going to tough it out, I was like, blimey, but I mean, nothing, nothing untoward happened, and I think he's probably thinking about other things, as you would do, but I was just like, oh, definitely, there's definitely, there's definitely been areas touched that not for you to touch but not in a sinister way but just in a kind of really like full-on 
leg rubbing. Yeah, but that you can't relax in that environment because you, you're no, then anticipating that. But then you're then anticipating the next incident, aren't you? Yeah. Like, but I think that's quite good because I, when I did my facial training, I literally couldn't be the person having the facial because obviously you work on each other in after lunch because I would last a minute and then I would be snoring I'd wake myself up snoring so I wasn't really learning much after lunch because I'd just be out so I was a bit like this this is good this is keeping me on my toes I'm not waking up six hours later face down asleep on the floor in (laughs) circus bath but then I remember we went and got back on the boat and um I did feel about six stone lighter because of all the skin they'd obviously like scrubbed away from me and I, it was lovely and and I did feel amazing but I de- definitely I just I can still in my head hear my sister going oh my god she's naked <laughs> see that's not for me it is not I I, I would, at that point god, Joe had I'm sorry first... this is I I would like to leave <laughs> Joe, well Joe had his first ever massage when we were on honeymoon he very sensibly took me to an all-inclusive island uh, near Barbados and it was lovely so I was like right I'm getting a massage and Joe had never had a massage before and he came out and I was like wasn't it wonderful wasn't it lovely wasn't it amazing and that was proper like honeymoon relaxing massage and he was like I'm fairly sure she saw my willy and I was like okay (laughs) I forgot to brace you He's like, I had to wear a towel and then I had to turn over and I think the towel slipped. And I was like, yeah, I did forget to warn you that it's not a whole lot of privacy going on. Um, I had, I went and saw our friend Karen. Um, Is that? Oh, no, she's there. Thought I'd lost a dog. I went and saw our friend Karen at her new. She's got a. She spent lockdown building a. Um, yeah, she said. Studio in her garden, and so I went to see it and accidentally had a massage and a facial. I hate it when that happens. I hate it when you accidentally have a massage. I, and a I just went to say hi. Next thing I know, I'm on. I'm on the bed, having an amazing facial and a massage, and she had a weighted blanket oh yes and so and what was really nice because I've never had I've never tried a weighted blanket before um (laughs) and quite often my dog who is the size of a blanket lies on me and I think maybe this is what it's like to have a, a weighted blanket and it's quite a nice experience but she has a weighted blanket and it did two things it was really warm and relaxing and like I can see why people like them but also it, it gave you an extra feeling of security about your baps being in so you don't have to think about it do you know what I mean because I hate it when you're in a situation where you're like oh my god is my towel gonna slip you can't really relax because you're like oh I just need to whereas the wasted blanket just held everything in and it was great so if you're in Essex everybody you should go and so treatment with Karen we started that because I said I went but the, the, but the massage table was heated yeah so I can see I had I'd completely forgotten electric blankets that existed until you yeah, just reminded you me have an electric blanket no I don't no could you have an electric would you go electric blanket yeah maybe I think because yeah, so. I, I go to bed with my long hot water bottle and a fire in the bedroom 
and it's fine. And then four o'clock, I'm I'm awake and I'm chilly. Um, mm. So I found a really nice extra blanket for my bed, only two hundred ninety-five pounds from Graham and Green. Have you bought it? No, I can't bloody afford the big shop at the moment. I bought a bloody weighted blanket. Now, is that behind you? Is that a window that's open, or is it an interior door? This. Oh, how do people on the internet do it? I'm pointing. That, yeah. Does anyone have trouble pointing on the internet? Um, that is the door to my conservatory. My um, conservatory is, also is, um, does a, an impression of the Arctic Circle. So why is the door open? Because I've got stuff in there that I like. And there's the fire. Ah, uh, so you're so, trying not to... So I'm just trying to keep some air circulating, yeah. a bit of warmth. We've got a heater going and a dehumidifier. Right, okay. That's my idea for that conservatory. So I've got everyone, I've got this L-shaped conservatory and it's lovely and I will get underfloor heating put in and make it like a proper plant room. But also I've got this really nice old school white metal bedstead and I'm quite tempted to make up like a huge bed in there with loads of blankets and cushions and just read in there all day I mean that's allowed isn't it my mum will yeah. flip a lid about me having me being in my boudoir but I'm okay with my eccentricity <laughs> um so how did you were very sensible about your massage because you had your massage you then didn't have anything you'd done your tom yeah it was nice it was nice but then I feel quite agitated today. Ooh. I feel really agitated. I had like a moment last night about half past 11, just as I was about to go to sleep, oh, where I decided yeah. that I wasn't going to sleep. So I sat cross-legged on my bed and just launched into a major rant to Derek about... Laundress, can you spend, shed a little thought, send a little thought out to Derek, shall we? His exact words were, do we have to do this right now? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes we do. And married I, Mariah, you get Mariah. <laughs> because I was just like, I spent, you know how I like listening to the radio? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I spent most of yesterday listening to various radio stations, um, oh, watching yeah. the telly, listening to people these heartbreaking stories of people who hadn't been able to be with someone that they loved. I think you should be banned from the radio. Just, I think you need to, I it's just really, you know what? It's awful. It's and, awful. And, 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 and I just, what I just, I, you know what I do? Do you know what I want to do? Put, I want to, head in to get my coat on, oh. put my car into gear, yeah. drive down to London, mm-hmm. Up, down, I can never know which way oh, it goes. You're going up, love. You're in Kent. Right. Literally, there's no down from you. <laughs> Drive up to London, yeah. right? Park outside Boris's house. They, they let that happen. You're just allowed to park. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know that will be the only time in my life that I will ever use the line, do you know who I am? I'm generally organised mum. I'm coming for him. Do it. Be the representative of the people. It just boils my wee-wee. It, it yeah. really, really does. 
I do. Did you ever watch that? Did you ever watch that program? It had um, the woman Bubble in it from, you know, Bubble from Absolutely yeah, Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Jane Horrocks. Where she, yes, no, Jane Horrocks, where she went from working in a supermarket to all of a sudden, for some reason, she decided she was a mum and she decided to run. She became prime minister. Do you remember? Yeah, that? I I never saw it. But I know what I remember it. What was it called? Oh, I can't remember, but it was really interesting. The, the, the most interesting thing about it was like she was like me. This is ridiculous. You know, oh, blood, blood, blood. I, is this but then, announcement? No, no, I am running. No. And then and then when she actually got into office, she realized that she was basically hamstrung yeah. by all of the people that work there. So she couldn't do all of it. It wasn't easy like she thought it was going to be. So I'm driving the kids to school this morning. And to, even Thomas has got invested in the whole scenario. He's like, what's what's happening? What's Boris said? Has he apologised? I was like, oh, he's, well, he's apologised. But he said that he didn't realise he was at a party. He didn't realise he was at a party. <laughs> and Tom was like, I was like, I'm going to do I'm just going to be prime minister. I mean, like, how hard could it be? And Tom was just like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he said to me what would be your first he said to me what would be your first thing that you did I said I would make everybody do everything in 30 minute chunks so I'd be like right Brexit negotiations if this isn't wrapped up in 30 minutes it's not done it's we not need to get every- <laughs> but I think first thing I do is half every footballers over a certain amounts because I'm aware that there are some footballers who get paid a regular salary Every footballer who gets paid over a certain amount gets paid yeah. the same, but their salary is halved, and half of that salary gets given to uh, key workers. Oh. You see, but then you'll be in a problem. Then you'll be like, define a key worker. It'll be doctors, nurses, <clears throat> not doctors, people who are key workers, as in doctors, nurses, um, teachers people who work in necessary unfortunate horrible jobs and they will and they have to earn under a certain amount because there's not enough in the public purse to pay them what they should be paid well there is there is enough there's for for nurses to get paid properly but 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 currently they're not about it just don't think they need to be paid properly so that would be my first thing be like great you're a footballer you get paid, I don't know how much they get paid, 500000 a year. Isn't that I socialism? Think your job, you could get paid 150000 a year. And then that money is going to nurses. But that's just, isn't that socialism? Probably, but I'd be prime minister, so that's what I would do. I, I don't actually know what socialism is. What is it's it where not, everyone it's not, gets paid it's not, the same? It sounds a bit, uh, that sound, that's communism. What's socialism then? I mean, if my computer worked, I could. Oh, this what have you done to your computer? Is it old? It's on now. Oh, it's on. So, <laughs> I can, I've got to take a picture of this. I can just see Gemma's really big nails. Socialism, a political economic theory of social organization which advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, oh, everyone, it's 
oh, so it's society regulates everything rather than government. Which again, so nothing how, ever happens because. If so how do they get stuff done? Who they makes? Won't. That's why it doesn't work. Okay, so what's communism then? Communism, a theory or system of social organisation in which all property is owned by the community and each person contributes and receives according to their ability and needs. Yeah, so everything is more equal, but then you have people being more equal than others and then you go, George Orwell. Yeah. Um, how's your boundary setting going? I've currently got an, an ongoing incident. Have you? And I might, um, no, I mean oh. like live right now and I need the laundrette's help. Okay. It's really stressing me out. Okay. Right. So we live, I might have to go outside live on air right. and have a word with someone. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> this could get quite exciting. <laughs> and all of a sudden Gemma's just been hit over the head with One something. Of those the headsets. The line goes dead. No, so we live on quite a remote road, um, unlit um, in the night. And um, from time to time, I'd say probably once every couple of months, I just, that there's like a allegedly. Group, yes, that's the thing. Allegedly, a group of people will come on mopeds, meet, wait for someone. Yeah. It's like they're waiting for someone. But whilst they're waiting for someone, they'll take the helmets off and they'll drive up and down the road at like breakneck speed. Right. Why don't you call the police? So I, I don't so I don't know what to so do. You call about the police. It. What did the police say? Well by the time the police come they've gone. Okay, so what I would do, bearing in mind, this isn't going to make me seem like a very nice person, but I used to live backing onto some really beautiful 1930s London flats where half of them were privately owned, half of them were council flats. Um, and sometimes in the council flats, oh my God. You know how sometimes I'm rude about Joe? He's bought me coffee. Coffee or tea? Nobody wants tea. It's chocolate. <laughs> nearly won. Hi. Thanks, babe. Thanks. Right, I'm having a quick chocolate break. Great. Um, sometimes people were rehomed there because they'd been kicked out somewhere else. So I used to speak to the, oh, you're frozen. Don't know if you're still there. I used to speak to the police quite a lot. Um, and so what I, I, I lost do, you then. It, that went funny. Say yeah. that again. Yeah, what you would do. So I used to speak to the police quite a lot. Oh, are you there? What? Are you there? It's put me on driving mode. It's because you're moving. Right, sorry, I'm back now. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so I used to speak to the police quite a lot because one time there was a, a really bad alcoholic and he used to drink loads and then shout really bad obscenities all night, which I don't necessarily have a problem with, except for that I could hear it 
in my kitchen through my kid's baby monitor. And I was like, if you wake my kids up, I'm going to go out there and smash your face. So what I would do, I don't know what this bit of hair is doing, is I would make a note of any, I'd get binoculars, I'd make a note of their number plates, and I'd make a log of every time they're there. And then next time you speak to the police, we probably have a police laundrette who'll say this is wrong, but this is what I would do. Um, you'd speak to the police and you'd say, these are the number plates and they were here from this time to this time, from this time to this time, from this time, because you have to prove that it's an ongoing problem and when they were there. And you can take photos if you want, but that's what I'd do because the chances of the police, of them still being there, if they're waiting for drugs to be delivered, Allegedly, is what they're doing. Allegedly, oh, well, I don't give a shit. That's what they're doing. Right? Well, because it, it, it sparked me into sort of googling. I went down a bit of a, a rabbit hole googling county line drug. <laughs> is it a county line? No, is it actually on a county line to be a county no, line? No, but drug? why were you googling that? <laughs> I heard it on the radio, and I was like, this <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> You're not on the county line. <laughs> Still, no, I'm not Googling it anyway. I'm gonna Google it again. Um, County line drug drug. County lines is where illegal drugs are transported from one area to the other, often across police and local authority boundaries, although not exclusively. Mm-hmm. So that would make sense because we are on the boundary of two council boroughs where we are. Oh, okay. I think it's more that you probably have got a dark lane. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just reminiscent to my misspent youth. I wouldn't. Have but the, the, the problem, the problem that I have is that it's it's an accident. I sound so old. Accident waiting to happen. Waiting to happen. <laughs> It is. It is. I mean, I'd be really tempted to get an air rifle and just take their tyres out. But I don't want to hurt them. I'd take their tyres out while they were stationary. I'd freak mm-hmm. them the fuck out. I'm not very good. I've never held a gun in my life. Have you not? I'm not very and, I, and I've also got I've also got the shakes. I don't think that's a good job. Also, what does Thomas say? Thomas have an opinion? No, he's very liberal, live and let live kind of person. But it's private property. No, they don't go come into our private property. They don't come up your lane. They just go. They just go on the. Oh God, pro- no! They're not trespassing. God, if they were trespassing, Chippy, I would be out there. Oh, they're just on the road. Oh, no, you can't do anything. Just live and let live. (laughs) They're just teenagers trying to kill themselves on their motorbikes and get some drugs. We've all been that child. I haven't. I haven't been there. (laughs) I never went on a motorbike. I don't like, I don't like motorbikes. I don't like guns. I don't like... I'm the jumpiest person in the world. Like my, don't I, don't know guns. My... I don't understand. And I, I still, I know it's an old 
it's not a new thing to say. I do not understand in America how everyone, like anytime anyone got drunk, if I knew there were guns in the house, I'd be like, what? Yeah, just don't it's horrible. Any, like, and my husband used to work in, do a lot of work in America. So he'd go to New York once a month, fucker. And he was like, I, my boss got a call from school because the gun siren had gone off. And so he has to go and pick his kids up because it means the gun that, siren. Oh, because they've seen a gun on the premises. Yeah, it means that someone's got a gun, oh. and you've got to go and pick your kids up. And apparently, this was a long time ago, so I may have misremembered, which makes me sound like Boris Johnson. But apparently, you would have to wait outside the school, and sometimes your kids would be locked in a classroom. Oh no! That's Do you know what I mean? I'm just like what? emigrate. Yeah. And Joe for ages was like, we should move to New York. And I was like, but I, I, A, we had one child and one dog at the time. And I was like, but how are we going to live in Manhattan with one child and one dog? But also I'm not living there when my kids go to school because that's fucking terrifying. And I have American friends who have moved here because they're like, I'd quite like my kids to be able to go to school without the horrors of being. And obviously we've got terrible knife problem in London. So I'm not saying that we're completely scot-free but I do not like I come from a Hampshire family so we I grew up with a shotgun in the house but it was and other guns actually my dad collected loads of military stuff but (laughs) thinking about it I grew up in a house full of weapons seriously (laughs) I can't believe I just said that my my dad had as you walked into my hallway my dad had swords all over the walls, all over the walls. Swords. Did he not? And he, uh, did you not and he ever had, worry that? And if he didn't like one of our boyfriends that we brought home, he would start cleaning shotguns at the kitchen table. So I, but he always locked it in a gun cabinet and, and he's magistrate and very sensible. But like the thought of just, oh, I'm just going to nip round Gemma's. She's got loads of handguns. I just find it really unnerving. Um, I was going to say something then. I can't believe I forgot that I grew up in a house that's just filled with weaponry. I feel like we've covered an arching <laughs> today. We've really gone from from massage to near molestation to drug deals, weaponry. I think if they're in your road. I thought they were coming up your driveway. Oh, God, no, 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 no. Because you always seem to have random people driving up your driveway and landing on your lawn. (laughs) So I thought it was that. I thought they were coming up your driveway. No, No, they're on the main carriageway, but there's still an accident waiting to happen because they're doing it without help. There's an accident waiting to happen, Gemma, but you've done the responsible thing. You've reported it to the police. If you, you, I would still probably note down when it was and see if there was any pattern so that then you could say to the well, I met the very nice special and I didn't know this yeah. a little fun fact before we yeah. move on to our positives of the week I didn't know because I met our um PCSO yeah local PCSO lovely we've got two yeah one man one woman lovely yeah. people yeah pop in for a chat because yeah. they know I'm always I'm always on the on the live chat yeah. reported incidents like 
Might as well go and see Mrs. Bray. Bloody insane. <laughs> go and see if Gemma's all right. What you um, do when you do this beat is you go and have a cup of tea with Mrs. Bray because she's always on the live chat. Just keep simmers her down a little bit. That's what it does. Um, yeah, and they were like, we know who they are. They're causing problems all over the village. Yeah. We're just trying to gather as much information as possible so that we can do something called a Section 51. Oh, she's Googling again with the massive fingernails in my face. For those of you listening, which is everyone, as this is a podcast, Gemma's computer wasn't working, so she's using her phone and she's propped it up on her laptop. So whenever she types, her fingers are basically in the camera of her phone. No, it's not a Section 51. It's something which means that they can take away their bikes. And I went, oh, no, no, no. I said, oh, (laughs) my initial reaction was, but then they wouldn't be able to get to work. Yeah, well, they can get to work in a different way. You can get put, put the bike. And they just, the PCSA just went, it's over. say, you're got... either complaining or you're not. Which, which one are you? <laughs> the, I had an instant where I gave money to a man fraudulently on the doorstep. And it was only after he left that I was like, oh, that was a load of bollocks. And I reported it to the police and the police came around and I gave them a description and then it happened again and it was on one of the local websites and they'd got a photo of him from their doorbell. And I was like, yep, that's the guy. He got sent to Wormwood Scrubs, which was our local prison in Shepherd's Bush. And I just got an email from the local email website. And I was like, oh, I need to unsubscribe. Unsubscribe, I've moved. And then I saw he's got out. He must have got out four months ago. And I just saw a post saying, oh, I just had this man come to the doorstep. And his, he's gone his, back to the same yeah. place. And yeah, and it's the second time he's been in jail for it. And his thing is to go and say, I've just been to my dad's house. We both went out. I've realised I have forgot my phone in there. And he's out and haven't got keys. And I haven't got my wallet and my, can you give me it? And he does it in this really convincing way. And you're like, oh, just, okay. And he arrived. The reason he got me was because he arrived on my son's birthday and everyone had been coming in and out. And so my brain was like overpeopled. Mm. And then afterwards I was like, no, 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 no. Mm. But he's doing it again. So although I'm just... I'm a bit like, I totally get that you... Really <gasps> do you know what you and I should do? Is it become crime-fighting sleuths? Yeah, on the internet. Oh, God, on the internet. Should we do you it? get bored we... after 10 minutes, but you no, no, I really celebrity wouldn't. face I, No, 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 it would be like, it would be like, it would be like, right, bear with me, because it's still formulated in my brain. Baradon Bray. No. Well, we could find cheating boyfriends. I'll do that department. You know, handle... you know, there's a girl. Oh, that this is a case for Gemma. There's a there's a girl. Oh, oh. what's that photo like? It's a very benevolent picture you've got <laughs> as your Zoom hold screen. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, the uh. There's a girl, I think she's on TikTok, who does that. She's like, no, but you have to you have to pay us. So, like, yeah, so but she example. you pay her. This is her job. 
you pay she's very pretty so you pay if you think your boyfriend or your husband's cheating you send his snapchat and instagram and facebook details to her and you obviously i think pay her and she will then slide into his dms and or she'll start following her well honey not trap. a catfish because she is really pretty. honey trap but yeah honey. a honey trap and she right. will i think she adds him as a friend first and sees if they do anything and then slides it so there's different levels of like some of them she's like i tried to add them as a friend they rejected me blah, blah, blah. he's obviously and then some of them she messages and they're like i've got a girlfriend i don't know who you are and then some of them she's like as soon as i added them they slid into my dms and asked for me to send them photos and it's just amazing it's like curse me in my wonky face love to do that so what so but but we could do that as a thing yeah should we do that? it could be a new feature we could try it out as a new feature for the podcast okay i feel like we're getting a live look here at basically what my job is which is to handle this side of Gemma. If you were so, right. on the podcast, so, you would have just implemented it. You'd send me a link to the website and you'd be like, this is what I'm doing. And then we, then in two days time, you'd be like, it's not for me. I'd be like, okay. So like, we should have it. We should have, okay, no one's, like, if anyone, hmm. no, don't send anything serious in, right? I'm not trying to be glib, right? I, I, it could be fun. But I don't want to have fun at other people's expense. It's, it's coming out wrong. Like, but if someone, it's like the A team. What would it start to the A team? If you have a problem, you don't know what to do. do, 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 do. Phone. The Bray team. <laughs> Fuck you. The Bray team. <laughs> I do feel like everyone now has just had a glimpse at what my brain is like yeah. most of the time. I've implemented it. Where I go, I've, I've stopped doing it. Oh, well, it's your positive. Oh, I didn't tell you. So PCSOs get paid. I thought they were voluntary. I think that. Hey, no, I think I knew that. Otherwise, you can't. You'd have to really special, want to special constables are voluntary. PCSOs earn about forty grand a year. Um, I might have applied. <laughs> oh, Gemma. No, I haven't. I haven't. But again, fleetingly, again, I thought it was a good idea for about five minutes. And then until I realised I don't like guns, I don't like confrontation, people scare me and I'd probably run away. And you do have to deal with people who have shot themselves. It just rules a lot out for me. (laughs) Um, Okay, what's your positive for the week? Which positive chips? Um, I'm just thinking. She's eating. She's eating. I'm thinking. Have you got one? Um, I've got a couple of vague ones. Go on. So, but found a new walk. And it's been nice. Having been really rainy over Christmas. We've now got my ideal winter weather, apart from the fact that I'm waking up at 4am cold, which is frosty, sunny. Mm-hmm. And so I found my new walk and the new walk goes into like a series of fenced fields that have no livestock in them. And so all my dogs can be off the lead and frolic about in the frost and it's really sunny and you can see for miles. 
and it's like an advert for where I live. If you could put where I live on a postcard, mm. that would be it. And so that's been really nice. But also this weekend, I've got friends coming to stay. And so I normally get so stressed about making, because I, I don't know, I'm like a perfectionist. So everything has to be tidy and clean and perfect. And quite often by the time people arrive, I'm then knackered basically it's what you've built your business on and <laughs> <laughs> but I've meal planned I've done my big shop shout out to little in Petersfield uh whoop, whoop. um and uh yeah I'm just excited because people are coming to stay and it's going to be nice hopefully and only occasionally do it, does it flash into my head when we're going to get a sick bug. <sighs> I need to register with a GP. <laughs> What's my positive? Um, that I have now found my new career. <laughs> crime fighting, but not serious crimes. I will only what do... What kind of crime are you after? Not crimes, more like mysteries there's a friend of mine is a private detective no i don't want to ever amazing. be lying in bed thinking i wonder if someone's gonna come and get no, me because she, she finds missing people i would like to do that thing where it's like you 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 find beneficiaries of a will yeah that's what you watch that that's a TV that's private program. detective yeah yeah. Um, what was her name? Uh, the lady, Patricia Routledge. I can't believe I don't know this. Petty Wayne Drop Investigates. Yeah. I want us yeah. to be like Rosemary and Time, but without the gardening. I'll do that bit. Well, I mean, I garden, you garden, but we don't garden together. No. <laughs> they go around gardening no. together. You always see it would work because I just walk around in my wellies and you'd walk around in your faux fur and your red lippy. Wellies, but yeah, okay. I'd wear a leopard print coat. And a bright so, lipstick. a question for the laundrettes: What shall our new crime fighting pretend? Pretend hypothetical crime fighting Nate duo. How don't say Howard and Bray? That's that's boring. Think of what nicknames would you call us? If we were going to have a TV show, fighting crime, in brackets, not too serious crime. Fish and chips. What, this, what, would, <laughs> what would the show be? Yeah, fish and chips. <laughs> chips and gravy. Chips and gravy. <laughs> all right. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall see you all. Speak to you all next week. Say goodbye. Bye bye.